the 1900s, Britain assumed responsibility of Nigeria from the Royal Niger Company, now known as Unilever. They established protectorates, and in 1914, Lord Friedrich Lagarde amalgamated them into one Nigeria. In the midst of India and Ghana gaining independence, apartheid, the civil rights movement, and a general heightened sense of Pan-Africanism and social consciousness, some Nigerians decided that British rule was just not it. They were tired of the British stealing from, sorry, ruling us, and negotiated our independence. So, October 1st, 1960. Free at last, right? Wrong. Azikiwe and Balewa are in power. Awolowo is the head of the opposition. Chaos erupts in the West. There is emotional tension. The elites are fighting among themselves. Then, January 15, 1966, a group of young Nigerian soldiers are exhausted of the route Nigerian politics is taking. Enter the first Nigerian coup. Some people termed it an Igbo coup, but not all the army officers involved were Igbo. The coup was unsuccessful, and Agui Ronti became head of state. A counter-coup was staged in July of the same year. This was the beginning of months of targeted killings of Igbos all over the country, leading to the call for Biafra by Chukwu Emeka Ujuku. I am sure you've heard the gruesome war stories, seeing the videos of little children with swollen bellies and the pictures of piles of dead bodies by the roadside. In doing this project, we had this Chinua Achebe quote in mind. Until the lions have their own historians, the history of a hunt will always glorify the hunter. We wanted to tell a story about the war that centered the people directly affected. And so, we traveled through eastern Nigeria, met with Biafran war vets and civilians, and asked them to tell us their stories. Over the course of the next few months, we'll be presenting the history told through the lens of its survivors. Oh, 